Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 22nd, 2019. It's a Friday morning. I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong. Let's get into the word for this morning. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is part 55 of the series. So this is the, the final message of the 11th week. So we've been studying this for 11 weeks already. The title of today's message is Resting in God. Resting. Learning how to enter into God's rest in everything, in every area of our lives. So our foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. The Bible says in John 1 and 14 that the word Jesus became flesh. He dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So in this series, we studied, what do we want to do? Do we want to live by the law that was given by Moses, written on tablets of stone? Or do we want to embrace the grace that came through Jesus Christ, where God writes his law on our hearts, right? And so we studied Galatians 3, Galatians 4, Galatians 5. In Galatians 5, the apostle Paul lists the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Let's, let's go back to that again today. Galatians 5, 22 and 23, the Bible says, but the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit, who lives on the inside of you, is divine love. Now, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is love. Love is not one of the fruit. Love is all the fruit. And then there are various expressions of God's love. There are eight expressions that we've been studying. Let me tell you what they are. When you're born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, this is what people are supposed to see when they come in contact with you. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, good works, faith that prevails, where you're going to believe God and keep on believing. That's what we're studying gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set your attention on the law above these qualities because these qualities are limitless. And so I talked to you about levels of faith. I talked about faith in the works, which you see, faith in the word, which you read, faith in the rhema word, what you hear, and then faith in God, like the person of God. And now I'm just teaching on yesterday and today, the highest form of faith is rest, entering into God's rest. So as I teach on rest today, uh, as we close out the week with some nuggets on entering into God's rest, I have eight things to share with you this morning. So man, that's a lot. Let me go ahead and cover these. I want you to rid yourself of all distractions. Open up your heart to receive these nuggets. You ready? Number one, here we go. If you read the writings of the Apostle Paul, you see a few general themes. This is not comprehensive. I'm just going to mention a few of them this morning. So here's one. God made plans for you before the world began, right? Here's another. If you embrace the grace of God, then there's nothing you can't do because at that point, God will be the one flowing through you and there's nothing he can't do, right? And so if you want to be unstoppable, just do whatever God tells you to do. Here's another thing. Um, don't live your life based on old covenant rules. Live your life based on the new covenant grace because in the new covenant, Jesus restored the access we have to the Holy Spirit, right? So now we can be led of the Holy Spirit in everything. And if we're led of the Holy Spirit in all things, we will live an amazing life. And so I, if, you know, th these are just like general themes. And another one is if you, if you're led of the Holy Spirit, then you will make the impact that you were destined to make from the foundations of the world. The apostle Paul makes it clear that he was called from his mother's womb, that God made plans for us, you know, before the world began. And so our job is to find, follow, and finish those plans. Our job is to discover, to develop in, and then to deploy 
into those plans so that we could leave the mark in this world that we were destined to leave. And so these themes kind of come through in the teachings of the Apostle Paul. And if you listen to me long enough, I trust that a lot of these themes come through in my teaching as well. The goal of reading the word of God is so that we can get to know the God of the word, right? I mean, that's the point. We're not reading the, the word of God so that like it's a history lesson. No, we got stuff to do today. So we're reading the word of God so that we can experience the God of the word as we go throughout our day. And if we live this way, if we learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, then, and then we do, we have to be willing because God is not going to force himself on you. You have to will your will to do the will of God. And if we learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit, and if we are willing and obedient, and we are willing and we, we obey what the Holy Spirit tells us to do, then let me just say this. Look at me. I'm a testimony of what I'm about to say. You may not wind up living the life you wanted. I'm going to be honest with you. But you will wind up living the life that God wanted for you. And these were a life that he planned from the foundations of the world. I'm not living the life that I thought I was going to live. Man, I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. My wife came to this country when she was 20 years old. Uh, I'm the first of my family born in this country. And so because I'm a son of immigrants and my wife is actually an immigrant and, you know, we, we had plans. I mean, we had maybe some goals and desires, but the life we're living now is far above anything that we could ask or think or even imagine. Why? Because it's an amazing life. It's the life that God planned for us. So, so I'm going to be honest with you. If you die to self and yield to the Holy Spirit and do whatever he tells you to do, you may not wind up living the life that you wanted, but the, you will live the life that God wanted and it will be amazing. I'm a testimony. Number two, the same God who made a way for us to be saved by grace made a way for us to succeed by grace. I mean, God wants us to be successful in this world. God wants us to be the men, the women that he called us to be. And so just like we use our faith for eternal life, we exercise faith to receive the grace for eternal life. We can do the same thing as it relates to earthly success. And if we do it right, here's the key, because I'm teaching on rest. And if you do it right, if you're led of the Holy Spirit every day, then you won't be stressed out along the way. You're not going to be pulling your hair out. You may work harder than you've ever worked in your life, but, you, but you'll have a spring in your step and a smile on your face and a song in your heart the whole time. You'll sleep well. You'll be at peace. Your heart rate will be low. All of that stuff. Why? Because you are living in a perpetual state of God's rest. Let me say that again. As a born-again, blood-bought believer, you can live in a perpetual state of God's rest. Even while you're working in the natural you can be resting in the spirit and it's amazing. Number three, while you're believing God to do what he said he would do in your life, the devil is going to try to do everything that he can to get you to take on care, right? He wants you to take on care concerning, oh, here, the cares of this world. He wants you to take on care uh, because if if you take on the care, okay, let me say it this way. you God has given you the power to choose what you do with care. You can either take on the care and if you do, then you're going to allow these cares to burden you. You know, that that it's kind of like, I'm sure you lived this way before you came to Christ, because I think we all did. You take on the cares of this world and you're walking around with all the, the weight and the heaviness and the burdens of this world. Or you could do what 1 Peter 5 and 7 says, and you can cast those cares over to God, right? Because he cares for you. And God is saying, man, give me the care. Don't carry those things around. I can, I can handle it, but you can't handle it. We were not designed to be walking around with all of the cares of this world. So if you refuse to carry those cares around and you cast those cares over to God, now you can enter into God's rest and you can live a much better way. I mean, so you can, you can be saved 
and not miserably saved, right? God wants you to go to heaven, but God wants you to enjoy the ride as well. And so to do that, you got to enter into God's rest and live in a perpetual state of God's rest. I live in a stress-free environment. Number four, in Galatians chapter six and verse nine, the apostle Paul explained that we as born again believers, even though you love God, even though you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you you are still capable of becoming weary in well-doing. You are capable, but he said, man, don't do it. You can do it, but you shouldn't do it. Do not be capable. I mean, do not, you are capable of doing it, but don't do it. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Do not grow weary in doing what is right in God's sight. So let me say it this way. While you're living the life of faith, while you're living by every word that God speaks to you, while you're believing God to do what he said he would do in your life, because sometimes a promise of God, there's a space between the promise and the performance. And sometimes that thing could take weeks or months or years. So in that space, we all feel the pressure to grow weary in the process. And the enemy will speak to us. And the enemy is speaking to us all the time. Well, guess what? The Holy Ghost is speaking to us all the time as well. And we must choose. We get to decide which voice we will believe and receive. So if we listen to Satan, then we're going to take on the cares of this world We're going to grow weary in well-doing. We will get burdened down. And then eventually we're going to relax the grip that we have on our faith. But, and then we will have a faith failure. But if you listen to the Holy Spirit, then you're going to hold on. You will stand having done all to stand. What do you do after that, Brother Pena? You stand some more. You remain steadfast, unmovable. You, You maintain your hope. You remain confident. And in due season, which means that there is a season when your harvest is going to come due. In due season, you shall reap if you do not give up. And the best way to hold on until your season comes due is to enter into God's rest, which is what I'm teaching on right now. While you are resting in God and you are resting in the promises of God and you enjoy fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it's hard to be stressed out. So don't stress, enter into God's rest. Number five, the Father offers us, you and I, a great exchange. Right now, Black Friday is coming up soon. There's going to be all these offers. Well, here's an offer from God. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who are weary and you're carrying around these heavy burdens, give them to me and I will give you an exchange. I will give you rest. So think about this deal for a minute. Think about this offer. We bring heavy burdens to God and he does a one-for-one exchange. And what he gives us in return for heavy burdens is divine rest. So take, take Jesus up on his offer. Do it now enter into divine rest. Number six, you can't be in faith and in worry at the same time, right? You can't. So if faith cancels fear and fear cancels faith, so you can't be in both at the same time. If you're you're worrying about it, it's because you don't trust God. And if you don't trust God, you're not going to have peace. But if you do trust God, Isaiah 26 and 3 says, if you do trust God, Philippians 4 and 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, if you do trust God, then you can have perfect peace. I mean, that word perfect peace is actually translated peace, peace, or double peace. There's this supernatural, like double peace available for you if you enter into God's rest. Number seven, I'm almost done. I got two more. Get some good sleep. Look at me. Let me say something about sleep. The word of God says that it is vain to get up early, to sit up late, and to eat the bread of sorrows while you can't sleep. Why? Because the Lord, the Bible says, the Lord gives his beloved sweet sleep. So stop, this is Psalms 127 and two. Stop allowing Satan and the cares of this world to rob you of your sleep. If you're led of the Holy Spirit, you will enter into God's rest, you will get sleep and your sleep will be sweet. 
The Bible says, he that watches over Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. God never goes to sleep. And there's no need in both of us staying up. If he's going to be up, I'm going to sleep, doggone it. You do the same. Number eight, and finally, last point, if you're going to do all the work, oh, this is a good one. If you're going to do all the work, and then you're going to rely on your power, your ability, your strength, you're going to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You know, nothing is given in this world. If you want something, you got to go get it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. If you... I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to make my, you know, my own way prosperous. If you think that you're going to live like that, then you're living no different than the Old Testament, where they were living performance-based. And so if you're going to live by your performance, go ahead. You're going to wear yourself out. If you choose to do everything on your own, then you're basically blocking God because he's not going to force himself. So he won't force you to do anything. He'll stand by and watch. God will rest while you work. But if you embrace the grace of God and you enter into God's rest, Hebrews 4, right? And then now, in like John 14 and 10, you say, well, it's the Father who lives in me. He gives me the words. He performs the work. Now I'm going to enter into God's rest. Oh, watch it. Now, while I'm resting, God is working and he's working on my behalf. And I know in whom I'm, I've placed my confidence in. And I'm, I am fully persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him, Paul said. So now I'm entering into God's rest and I'm resting while God is working. And God is working for me and God is working in me and God is working through me. So I'm resting while God is working. Or you can work your butt off and then God will rest and watch you get tired and frustrated. So there's two ways to live. Enter into God's rest. Let's close this message out uh, with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice on this Friday morning. Let's close out the week strong. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for caring enough about me to teach me about your grace and divine rest. I received your grace for salvation. I am saved. I now receive your grace for earthly success. I release my faith to embrace your grace to succeed in life. I do it by dying to me and yielding to you. And as of today, I take on supernatural rest as well. I release the pain, bitterness, resentment, and stress that harboring negative energy brings. Those days are over. I take you up on your offer. I enter into your rest. I don't accept negative yokes anymore. From this day forward, I only put on one yoke, your yoke. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. I yoke up with you. And as I do, that means that you're my partner. <laughs> you share the load. Your presence helps take the pressure off of me. So now I am confident that I will maximize my purpose and potential while I'm in the land of the living because I'm not the one doing all the work. I am yoked up with you, Father. You live in me. You give me the words. You perform the work. I now rest while you work in me, with me, and for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and 
prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. It's Friday. So on Fridays, I remind you, we have an app in every app store. Search for Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. We have a podcast in Apple iTunes store. So please go to the uh, podcast and download our podcast, Rick Pina or Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. And then we have this website, todaysword.org, and our ministry website, ripministries.org. Let me say this about RIP Ministries, ripministries.org. Christmas time is coming up. We have 160 kids that we provide an education for. We're going to give them a Christmas party. We do a lot of things overseas. If you want to partner with us, go to ripministries.org and make a donation. All the donations that you make in the United States are tax deductible. So listen, head into this day, head into this weekend knowing that God's rest is available to you. Stop stressing. Start resting. I love you. God loves you. Have an amazing weekend. God bless you.